We're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. And on this podcast, a brand new episode featuring a rant from Sharon. He had the unmitigated goal. Our dating expert, Geneva Dickey. There are a million other people you could date. Why are you going for your best friend's ex? A grilling by you of me. Foreman doesn't even know we've been making fun of him on Facebook. See, this is why I'm calling. I have the question for Foreman. <laughs> Building projects out of thin air. My poor husband. I love him so much. He's, he is the best. But... <laughs> In our campaign for Lobster Dave to become Halifax's favorite local character. If she does throw up, we'll put it in a a knit bag because the lobster's like that, too. Oh, do they? No, I'm only kidding. (laughs) Connecting Halifax with laughs. Uh, Well, we hope. We think those are laughs. Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. We want to take you back on a little trip on memory lane to help out uh, our favorite in what really should be the best local character in the whole area. Remember when we did this? We got lobster! Dave's lobster! Who could forget? Yeah, we went lobstering with Dave Baker and his son Dylan uh, off Tancook Island because that's where they're from and that's where they go lobstering. We went with them one day and it was fantastic and I think the whole experience was well received. It was pretty good. Yeah, quite a few people heard it and seen it and looked at the videos and stuff that was posted online of it. Yeah, it was well liked in the community. People want to come aboard just to look at the famous bucket now. <laughs> oh. Like to, kind of, oh, the bucket! Yes, the Explain bucket. That one. The bucket that me, the sole female on the boat, had to use for any and all uh, things, bodily yes. things. That was her bathroom. It had a seat on it, though. Well, I am a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, and he, that even uh, was known to the fisheries people, too. When I met, when she took my name, she said, I heard you guys on the radio the other day. Said, yeah, and she watched the video from the bucket and stuff like that there, but oh, she didn't want to see. If even the DFO yeah. knows about a bucket on your boat, you know you are a famous local character. The bucket that now bears your name, by the way, on a piece of duct tape. <laughs> what more could a girl want? Yes. <laughs> But we wondered, you know, how do, how do your fellow tan cookers, tan cookians, sure, feel about you being so well known and famous now in the community, David? Mm. And it, it's not that great. Some, sometimes celebrities are frowned upon when we can't leave it that way. No, and we can't leave it just at this little celebrity status. We need to make it big, much bigger. Like, say, if there was oh somebody doing a Best of Halifax awards, and there was a category for the best local character. Well, funny you say that, Foreman. Because there is. Help us make your coast story. The coast story. The coast. It's that time of the year. They have their Best of Halifax Awards on now. You can vote at vote.thecoast.ca. We are not affiliated with the coast. We not just think this is a all. worthy endeavor for David Baker. Yes, David Baker, a.k.a. Lobster Dave, who you met on the Melody and Foreman show. We want you to go on and vote for him. Nominate him for best local character. The more people that nominate him, the more chance he actually gets of getting voted in. Yes, if you need more convincing, try this. That's a mitt. That is. That's wow. That's huge. Wow. That one was made up with hops. <laughs> Does this boat have a name? The name is Katamazango Melendi Sumalendi Umalendi Kal. 
That's how you say hello in Hungarian. Are you shitting me or? Yes, I am. And if one's biting another one or biting your finger, well, I'll try to get it off. But that's what this crowbar is for. And if I can't get the crowbar off, you just lay your finger like that. <laughs> I usually take a mannequin arm with me and you stick it in, and the lobsters will bite faster than that. They can just take and shake them over the table. <laughs> So if either of you want your belly button pierced, you can do it. Well, there's little belt crabs, it's good luck to throw them over. Yes, uh... Not for you, but for the crabs. <laughs> if she does throw up, we'll put it in a, a knit bag, because the lobster's like that, too. Oh, do they? No. <laughs> That's me as a kid on Tangled. We have, we're called rhino-ostriches. They're half rhino and half ostrich. I don't think it's a real picture. No, no. A lot of people, they got lovely drumsticks on. You know, you wouldn't get so seasick if you weren't screwing around making jokes on your phone all day. <laughs> Come on, what more do you need? The hater of hummus, the lover of lobster, and I'm one of our favorite human beings. Yes, vote for him at vote.thecoast.ca for the best local character under the public life section. He needs to be winning that award for the best in Halifax, for sure. And while you're there, you could also nominate Melody and Foreman for best radio show if you wanted to. Yeah, or, or also best podcast. I mean, those awards exist, and we have those things. Just saying. Just throwing that out there, too. <laughs> going to have beautiful weather in a couple weeks because it's our daughter's third birthday. <gasps> That's exciting! I know, it's so exciting. And we are going to get her an outdoor play set. We've been talking about this for a while. Our family's going to go in on it with us because we can't afford that on our own. But the whole plan was to order this play set. We found the one that we wanted and to get, uh, to also pay for the assembly for it because it's meant to be quite difficult to assemble. Oh, I see. Yeah, those are, those are quite a, I've witnessed a neighbor put that together for multiple days. Oh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. So so we would get it. And on the day that they're assembling it uh, on her birthday, hopefully we'll take her out. We'll do all the things she loves. And, you know, by the time we come back, there's your outdoor playset. Happy birthday. Yeah. Great idea, right? It's, yeah, that is a great idea. So just when I'm about to order it, then all of a sudden my husband's like, well, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. And he starts looking at it. And he says, I could build this. <laughs> And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, assemble it? Well, he's like, yeah. And I said, no, no, no. All of the reviews that I read, all of them said that it requires at least two people and it still took eight hours to assemble. Mm -hmm. And we don't have two people, right? We have just him. And he, yeah. he's looking at it. He's like, I could put this together by myself in four hours. And I'm like, no, you can't. You couldn't even put up the baby gate, babes. Like, just think, think about this. Just think about this. And then he's looking more. He's like, I could build this for cheaper. Like, build it? <laughs> build it. Wait a minute. Out of his own material? Out of his own material. And own designs and measurements? With his bare man hands. Show me Tom can build it. <laughs> oh, not on the board. Not on the board. Not, <laughs> not in our lifetime. Like, I, again, couldn't even make the baby gate. Because that was another thing that he was going to build. make a baby gate? Well, when we were going to buy the baby gate, because we had to get a special baby gate for the hallway because it was so wide. And he's like, I'll just build a baby gate. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy this baby gate. We'll keep it up until you build your own. And then we'll replace it with the one that you built. Has he Shut built one yet? 
<laughs> and in fact, Lily has since bulldozed down the one that we bought. Yeah. So we have no baby gate, holes in our hallway, and it's still never going to be built. No. So no. <laughs> he is not building her outdoor playset. Has he started drafting the blueprints yet? <laughs> At no. his drafting table with his drafting calculator. No, because that would require actually planning ahead, which is the thing that he doesn't do, which is why we have six holes behind every picture and mirror that we've ever put up. What is he just going to do? Like go to go to home hardware and get a bunch of wood? Yeah. What kind of wood? How much? What measurements? I don't know. Just going to get know, just... just get like a bucket of screws. So a bunch of two by fours, play set. Start whittling it with a steak knife. Like, no, no, no. So, but this isn't about my husband. This yes, isn't it just, is. Yeah, this isn't just about crapping on my husband because yeah, other, show me it is. Other people decide to do this all the time. Oh, I'm going to do it myself. This this forty dollar project, I'm going to do it myself, and now it's going to cost hundred and twenty. Yeah, and it's still not going to be done. I d- I don't know how many people I really as unique. You have the most unique husband. Husband in Halifax. Is that a category on the Coast's Best of Halifax Awards? Because be. many people will say, I will build it myself, give me the instructions, and I'll put it together. Almost nobody is saying, I will literally create it out of thin air all on my own, out of my own designs. Okay, well, if you're one of those almost nobodies and you've done it, and it was a mistake, we want to know. Show me it was always a mistake and there was no chance of it succeeding. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Sona? My husband is the exact same way. I aren't all husbands. I swear to God. Not all you, of us. What did your husband decide he was going to build on his own? Almost everything. <laughs> Not even kidding. If we see something, he'll be like, I can do that for cheaper and by myself. Like, what? No. Like, can we not just get this? Like, it's already there. It's already done. He's like, no, no. No, I'll go out and get everything for it. Like, a thousand dollars later <laughs> and like a month later yeah. it's built and I'm just like we could have had that so out of thin air he'll just round things up and design it out of nothing all the time do you ever figure time. that maybe this is all an elaborate ruse to spend more time puttering around outside and to buy all the tools he's ever wanted Oh, definitely, a hundred and ten percent. He has so many tools; it's not, it's not even funny. This is what it actually all comes down to: wanting the tools. They, see, they have their sneaky things. Mm-hmm. They're also probably not actually going to the bathroom for forty minutes every time they go to, aren't they? Right. Well, no. Sometimes that is happening, but. When it comes to the tools, you're not going to let us get away with buying a drill just because. I bought him a drill for Father's Day. He doesn't need another drill. No, no. but of course he does because yes. he needs that special drill for that special right? project. But he's created this new project where now, sorry, he needs a sander. So mm. now he's going to have to go get a sander. Um, right now, it's he needs a rotor. As one does. Yes, yes. yes. He needs a rotor. That's, that's the newest thing. I need a rotor. He has so many things to rote. Right. <laughs> Does he want to come and build our outdoor playset? <laughs> probably. <laughs> he probably does. Yeah. Probably. Usually we like to keep things all sunshine and lollipops. Obviously. Uh-huh. You've never listened to us. <laughs> but we can't help the way the, the tides turn. This is completely out of nowhere. So um, what's up, Sharon? I got a bit of a rant. This morning. 
Uh-oh. I, we I love France. Feed, I was out feeding my rabbit. As, as you do. As I do. And this guy hauls up in front of my house, and he gets out, and he goes to the back door of his car, and he gets a bag of garbage, and he runs across the road, and he leaves it at my neighbor's. <gasps> I yelled at him three times, and I told him that was illegal and to go and get it. And so he turned around, and he came back in my yard. I didn't have time to put it out this morning, but yet he had time to put it in his car and stop here and run across the road. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm telling you, I said, I'm going to be on guard from now on. Anybody stops at my neighbor's house or my house, I'm going out and I'm renting at them. I mean, what's the worst? He just has to keep it in his garage for an extra two weeks. Yes, but like I'm saying, you know, the thing of it is jam it in the freaking bag. It was only a half bag full of garbage, but that's not the point. The point is that he had the unmitigated gall to stop, <laughs> get out of his car, open up the back door, and run across the street, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's it's broad daylight, even. <laughs> it's wild. I, I mean, <laughs> how entitled are you? I, I don't know. Can you feel for him, Sharon? You know, he probably came out, and he just he caught the garbage truck going by right as he came out. He missed it. Aw, oh, shucks. What can I do with this garbage? I only have half a bag. Maybe if I just take it down the street and get ahead of the truck, then it'll be good. <laughs> if you're putting it in your car anyway, why yeah. don't you just bring it to like a public, like a public dumpster, like a, your work dumpster? Throw right. it out at work. You're not supposed to do that either. <laughs> no, that's illegal too. Oh, I'll just put it mind. in a park garbage uh, bin. Not a park garbage <laughs> bin. Uh, no. I mean, like, you know, a dumpster, a public just, dumpster. While you're going through the Tim's drive-thru, just stuff it in their garbage. <laughs> well, people do do that, and that, that should be illegal, but it's not. I mean, my gosh, I'm telling you, no, but it's getting to the point where people don't have any consideration for anybody anymore. And I was talking to my friend the other day, and we were just saying, this is not the way that we were brought up. Maybe I'm old. Well, I don't care, but wrong is wrong is wrong. Sharon, do you have a front porch? Yes, I, well, I have, a, I, have a, I have a deck on my house. Where are you do going you, with this, Foreman? Do you have a rocking chair on foreman. the front porch? <laughs> no, I have one of those egg chairs, and I can swing it. And okay. I'm going to sit out here now that I know that people are doing this to my neighbor. They've got two young children, and they have diapers that they put out. So you can imagine... I mean, they've got enough garbage. They don't need anybody else's. How's your supply of shotguns? <laughs> uh, I don't have one, but I can buy a BB gun. Maybe that might work. <laughs> got a megaphone too. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need one. I yelled lo- loud enough to actually yell. He heard me because I was walking out the driveway because it just irked me this morning to think that you know. I mean, we pay for a service. We don't pay for other people to dump their garbage in somebody else's yard. That's not right. It doesn't no. matter. It's well, just, I- it doesn't matter how much you say. It's still not right. But I bet you, if somebody did it to him in his yard, you don't tell me that he wouldn't say something? Sounds like someone's about to do something to him. <laughs> Thank you for You're calling welcome. us. Have a great day, it, guys. And d- don't leave your garbage on the side of the road at other people's homes. No. Did this <laughs> did this make you feel better, though? Was this a cathartic experience for you? Uh, yeah, it was kind of, but I would have really liked to rent more of him. I could give you the color of this car and the color <laughs> of That's the okay. That would help. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Officially 
Halifax screeched in this week. What happened? We're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. Those lanes on the McKay Bridge were closed. And the traffic was all being funneled into one lane in each direction. That was a mess all day. It was a mess all day. So why not make it messier by trying to drive your RV into a toll booth lane that isn't tall enough for it? Oh, no. And I can understand why. Because the one... The lane going uh, from Dartmouth to Halifax, there's only like one tall lane all way off on the end. Yeah. And all the trucks were way backed up, up the hill, up the 111. Oh, no. So you don't, if you have a tall vehicle, but you're not quite sure clearly quite how tall it is, you're not going to wait in that longer lane. You're going to try your luck at one of the other lanes that are open. Oh, how did it work out for them? If only... I could see it happening. I would have recorded it and got the very loud and distinct crunch. No! (laughs) (laughs) Which is why, I mean, that makes sense, but I just, oh! I know. Oh, it was the lane right beside me. And just as a disclaimer, my lane was completely stopped and I was in park because I was behind a, a woman in a car whose little pass wasn't working, and so the arm wasn't going up for her. So we sat there for a while, and that's why I took a picture that's been shared across the internet. It's a sensation. Yeah, I like how you're being celebrated for doing the exact same thing that I'm going to be fighting in court in a week. (laughs) (laughs) From like a year ago. Holding your phone while at a complete standstill at the... (laughs) And the toll booth, and you got a ticket from Bridge Patrol? Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, my tweet of this picture that I took while in park and not violating any rules of this RV, and it's one of the drivable, like it's not um it's not a trailer RV, it's the one that has the cab and then you can like the sleeper cab goes over top of the driving oh section or whatever. Gosh. So it's like a medium size. It was just like it's it's at the same height as the toll booth. And the poor guys just pull in oh. super slow. Oh no. And a helpful foreman immediately takes out his phone and <laughs> snaps a picture. Pretty sure you can't see you can't see the the guy driving. And then their attempt to get out. Oh no. They attempted to get out of there. Oh, no. Where now it's like a, it's clearly a, a mom and dad or a husband and wife. <sighs> the guy's driving. She gets out and is that back behind trying to direct him how to back up. Oh. Every car that's lined up in the lane behind them has to like, oh. it, okay, you move back and then I'll move back a little bit and you move back a little bit more. What a nightmare. I can, you can just feel that sinking oh. feeling in their stomachs, right? Of course. The whole time. And they're probably not from here. Of course not. So they didn't know. Meanwhile, every other person in that bottleneck mm-hmm. is like, oh, here we go again. Reset the clock. Maybe. Well, exactly. It has uh, 200 shares a show as Haligonia shared it. <laughs> uh, Evil Pez 4 Andy Bowers on Twitter, who has the funniest tweets. Yeah. And I'm honored to have been retweeted by him. Wow. Has hundreds of likes. You are highly famous now. Maybe it will get someone to actually listen to the show. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. We are here with our dating expert, Geneva Dickey from Book of Love Canada, to answer your question of what do you do when your best friend starts dating your ex? (laughs) 
It's a quarter after eight And Geneva is our date And we need you now We're knocking on your door Let us in cause it's time for Dear Geneva now Dear Geneva, is it weird that my best friend has started to date my ex? I'm married now, happily so, but this was an ex with whom I had a very tumultuous past, on and off for years, and lots of tears. I live in a different city now, but they live in the same city, and she just let it slip that he's been pursuing her, and she's interested in him too. I'm really struggling to get over this. She knows about our past. She was there for a lot of it. She knows how I felt about him. And even though I have moved on with my life, it just feels like she doesn't value our friendship if she's willing to go there. Thoughts? Oh boy. This is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Huh. It's, does, it, does it hit a little close to home, Melody, perhaps? I, honestly, Geneva, like I was telling Foreman after we got this, I literally lived this. Oh, really? I I mean, not exactly these this circumstance, but at on my wedding day, my best friend, my maid of honor, uh, told me that my ex, who had been my, my big ex, like the ex, uh, you know, who, who had cheated on me and just all these things. But you were pretty serious. But we, no, we were very serious. Yeah. We were together on and off for years and years. And uh, and she was telling me that, that they were, like, hooking up and and oh stuff boy. was going on. And she told me on my wedding day. And I like, you know, it was my wedding day, happiest day of my life. I, so, you know, and I'm, I love my husband and I'm over my ex, but it still made me so uncomfortable just the idea of them like sleeping together. Like, I don't want to hear about you guys dating. No. Like it just, it, ugh, I didn't like it. And it, it ruined our friendship, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of things would have, we were, we were going down that path anyway, but it was one of those things that it just kind of felt like, I just, it just ruined it. Personally, all of my friends' exes, even if I was attracted to them before, I just lost attraction to them after they got involved with my best friend, right? Yeah. So it never crossed my mind as somebody to date. Also, there's like, um, there is a scarcity mindset here of there's no other men in the world and I must date this one man that's going to create drama in my life. And I wanna get a little bit deeper into why that is because there's sometimes where it works out and that's amazing. But in the grand scheme of friendships and relationships, um, there are a million other people you could date. Why are you going for your best friend's ex? Well, well, hi, you're on Hot Country 1035. Who's this? It's Scotty Collins. Scotty! Scotty! It's Scotty! It's Scotty! He's got a rocking little buddy! You're on with us and Geneva. What do you think? They live in the same city? Yeah. See, I come from a small town, and the pickings are slim in a small town. So, chances <laughs> so are, unless you want to end up dating a cousin... <laughs> Your best friend is probably also your cousin. So, you, you know, chances are they're going to end up dating some of the same people that you do. So That's the first thing that popped in my head. I'm like, are we really? talking about, like, a population of 10,000? Are we talking about a million? Like, what are we looking at here? There are a lot of yeah. people saying, no, that's not a friend. It's a known rule. You don't date exes. And other people saying, mm -hmm. if you are over them, then why do you care? Because I want, no. to, I want to continue to be over them. Stop bringing them around to everything. <laughs> exactly. I don't yeah. want to see you guys posting loving pictures. And I certainly don't want to be invited to your wedding. But if this did happen to me, I would just very nicely be like, you know what? You enjoy and just be like, you know, I really think I would be okay with it. 
to an extent, but it would still be tricky. Rachel has actually sent us a text, so we thought we'd give you a call, Rachel. Is this Rachel? It is. Uh, We're just calling about your text. So we got another text from Sarah, who had a similar situation to you. Um, For her, it was best friend of 17 years, was with a guy for five years, and now she and the guy are happily married. But in her case, everyone is still very close. For you, not so much? No, we are not close at all. So what happened? They were best friends previous to us getting together. We dated for a year. He broke my heart. And then I just, his best friend stepped in and took over. (laughs) So his best friend is who you're with. And I mean, he he moved away like two months after we broke up. And he, he, he has reached out a couple times over the last little bit, but nothing has happened did was he did he ever express that he wasn't cool with you guys getting together when you did oh yeah oh oh yeah mm. okay yeah yeah but he was the one that broke your heart so he was yes he yeah was. yeah so, so screw you dude <laughs> yeah right you're gonna turn around and try to turn it off me yeah and those two guys are not friends anymore <laughs> no not at all but you and his ex-best friend have uh 11 years later and one baby you're good we are. We're wow. great. I like to think of yours as a revenge story. <laughs> Perfect. I like it. <laughs> New Hampshire man poses for mugshot wearing Morgan Wallen mugshot t-shirt. <laughs> and we do this every Friday at this time. Round up all the headlines in the news that we couldn't possibly make up. And why would we when they're headlines like these? Fight breaks out at Eagles concert during Take It Easy. (laughs) (laughs) Hour-long 60-person brawl on Carnival cruise ships started over a threesome. Oh, don't do it. (laughs) Woman delighted as hubby loses hated hat at sea only to have it wash up on the shore and return to his head hours later. (laughs) World's best boss takes employees on all expenses paid trip to Bali. Oh my gosh. That headline again, world's best boss isn't yours. (laughs) Now for some local headlines that we couldn't make up even if we tried. Halifax man previously spotted drinking in stolen vehicle, arrested after driving that stolen vehicle into RCMP vehicle, then fleeing. Ah, was he drunk? The answer is yes. Speaking of Halifax police, they will not confirm or deny if the driver involved in spectacular cartoonish-like Quinpool crash is one of their officers. Okay, that means they are. (laughs) Melody said it, not me. Failed Nova Scotia fast food getaway robber foiled by distinctive footwear. Best headline ever. Uh, you, you got these Helly Hansen shoes there, bud? <laughs> Five Canadian strangers recently discovered their father is Nova Scotia-born wrestler Rocky Johnson, making them all <gasps> half-siblings to The Rock. No! Yes! What? <laughs> wow! And now, in headlines we couldn't make up and wouldn't if we tried, to Florida. Okay. Florida woman charged with felony after attacking nurse with full 
handheld urinal. Oh no! <laughs> you went to the urinal! Florida rapper named Spot'em and Got him arrested after Miami jet ski chase. <laughs> Florida town forced into quarantine by giant African land snails. Oh, no, no, no thanks. No, no. Eight of the top 10 safest cities in America are in Florida. What? <laughs> Tennessee man arrested at Florida gas station with Ricky Bobby face tattoo. No meth in this one. No. Oh, and that's not final. Oh. The final headlines of this week are just for you, Melody. Oh, great. <laughs> Remember the one I had a few weeks ago that says Spanish beach town fine swimmers almost $900 for peeing in the sea. How could I forget? Of course, you couldn't forget because you were a noted pool peer. All I know is the next time that you go to the Canada Game Center, I got a funny feeling you're in trouble. Uh (laughs) So this one's for you. Police patrolling Portsmouth for potential pool pooper. Oh, come on, I have I have my limits. Okay, fine. Then Kalamazoo, Michigan, looking at decriminalizing public urination. Yes! And Melody's moving. <laughs> we have been getting hilarious Canada Day stories today. Ridiculous Canada Day stories. Jaw-dropping, weird, wonderful, amazing stories because we've been looking for not what happened to you on Canada Day, but... What happened to you on Canada Day? It's the emphasis. Yeah, the right <laughs> syllable. <laughs> we had a great story from, well, not great for Caitlin's husband. Great story from Caitlin, though, who happened to be in Toronto to see Eric Church. The day before we went, uh, Chris broke his big toe. Oh, no. <laughs> Your husband? Yep. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, but he was a trooper, and uh, we just kind of limped it along, and uh, we did a lot of walking. Oh, my. Uh, with a broken toe? <laughs> yeah, with a broken toe. Yeah, he kept it together. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. How about poor uh, Jeff Gates? Oh, Jeff, we. Th- I think we, we. it might come down to Jeff's story here, because, Jeff, what happened at your pool party <laughs> on Canada Day with the revealing bathing suit? Well, someone bet me 50 bucks at the party, and then I didn't, like, obviously didn't want to do it. I was sober at that point. And then, and then I tried it on, and I'm like, no chance in hell. And then I just... I just, people just kept offering me money. And then next thing I know, I'm walking around the pool in a Borat bathing suit doing a backflop. <laughs> so you made $90 just to squeeze yourself into this suit and do a backflop? Yeah. Yeah. Not my best $90, but whatever. <laughs> so this is a Canada Day pool party. Yeah, it's a Canada Day pool party. And then the guy that runs it tries to get someone to do the Borat suit every year. So. And he just owns this Borat bathing suit. <laughs> Don't we all? Well, I ex- guess. Extremely <laughs> skimpy, very revealing, uh, bright fluorescent green, really, again, very revealing bathing suit. Well, it makes for a good time at a parody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, yet another reason why you should always carry cash around with you. You may have a friend you can uh, bet to put on a Borat suit and backflop into a pool. Exactly. Exactly. You gotta. You gotta have a little bit of money in your wallet at all times. Uh, I don't. I don't know how. Are you embarrassed by this uh, situation, or are you proud of it? Yeah, a little both, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, guess it depends if he wins tickets or not. Yeah, you are publicly telling everybody on the radio, and you shared many pictures with us, and we would like to share them with everybody, Jeff. Okay, go for it. <laughs> and we have yes! there on our Facebook, our Twitter, and our Instagram. <laughs> You've well, I mean, you put a strategically placed emoji, which is very, uh, very much needed. It very much needed. Someone asked, "What's behind the emoji?" User imagination. (laughs) (laughs) Or hopefully your real eyes when Jeff wears that bathing suit. Oh, no! On our Hot in the Harbor cruise this Friday night. (laughs) We can't help that this is what's trending this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie and Foreman. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. Tim Allen was so busy talking smack about Pixar's Lightyear movie that he didn't even notice his yacht was leaking fuel all over Marina in Michigan. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Somewhere between 30 and 50 gallons of diesel spilled into infinity and beyond. (laughs) Causing the marina and the nearby beach to be shut down for about 12 hours. Wow. Which was a lovely surprise for everyone who was hoping to enjoy Independence Day weekend at the beach. On the 4th of July, even. Of course. Allen. And it wasn't just holiday plants that he destroyed. He also killed a family of ducks. Oh, no. I know. And he can't do anything about that. But he is going to help clean up the marina mess, which is probably not going to set him back that much because he's already wealthy enough to own a yacht in the first place. <laughs> and he probably has the Binford 3,000 marina yacht cleaner anyway. So. <laughs> exactly. Now, believe it or not, there can be too much of a good thing. Like, if you said that you really liked cake and then someone started force-feeding you nothing but cake for every meal every day for the rest of your life, you would probably feel differently about cake, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the Duffer brothers watch you to have your cake and nothing but cake, and you damn well better eat it, too. Because in addition to Stranger Things Season 5, we are getting a Stranger Things spin-off and a Stranger Things stage play. Like a like a Broadway musical? Probably. <laughs> but, but don't worry, because they say the spinoff is going to be a thousand percent different from the show. So, a thousand? I mean, is it a spinoff at that point? No, I don't think so. I think it's just a different show. A different show, which they're also doing. They're adapting Stephen King's The Talisman for TV. So I hope you like your upside down cake, because that's all you're getting for the next few years. <laughs> and finally, when Elon Musk was complaining about declining global birth rates, he decided to single-handedly fix the situation by going out and having as many kids as he could, tallying at least nine now. Wait, nine? Nine. What? what? Someone go check on Nick Cannon. Oh, my <laughs> God. We already knew about Elon's five babies with his ex-wife. He also has two with singer Grimes, but it turns out he had twins with an up-and-coming top executive at one of his companies. Ooh. And the timing is really suspect because the twins were born just a few weeks before his second baby with Grimes, which Ooh. means there were probably some cheating involved. And if that wasn't icky enough for you, there's also speculation he might pick his business baby mama to run Twitter if the deal goes through. But that nepotism aside, having a sexual relationship with subordinates is kind of exactly the management style that I would have expected from Elon Musk. (laughs) 
edge of my seat to find out what this person did to have the unmitigated goal <laughs> over the weekend. Yeah, we're Melody Informant in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. It was actually last night where I was witness to the unmitigated goal. Oh my God, what happened? <laughs> well, at the very last minute, we decided why not go out for your birthday dinner. Ashley, my wife, because her birthday's on Friday, but oh. it's summertime and there's tourists and it's beautiful out and whatever. We figured it would be least busy on a Monday, so let's just go. Mm-hmm. So we went out. We're uh, at one of the patios right on the waterfront, so right where it's like sticking out on the wharf a bit. So if people are walking around the wharf or on that boardwalk, you're like right up against the patio. Yeah. So it, it is fine. And we, and we had a lovely time, lovely dinner. The kids were well-behaved, which was nice. It's always nice, yep. Give my wife, Ashley, one sweet Virginia, which consists of Malibu coconut rum, DeSorono, lime, pineapple, and cranberry juice. She's having a good time. Oh, yeah. Give her, uh, add to that, a gin in the nick of time, <laughs> which includes Bombay Sapphire gin, liqueur, syrup, lemon, thyme, and Earl Grey tea, and she starts making dolphin noises. Oh! On command, and what other tables look at you. Ah, it's like that. Oh, she's better. If she, <laughs> well, she's, maybe if I had gin in the nick of time, I'd be better off. I would, sound too. I would love to give you both those drinks and see what happens. <laughs> A dolphin off? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I know what we're doing at the next staff party. <laughs> <laughs> but it is not the unmitigated goal that oh. I was witness to. That okay. was just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this this older couple are walking by on the boardwalk just as a uh, a waitress is serving tables near the edge of the patio at the same time. And so the woman says to the staff member, "Oh, hey, can we this table here right on the corner, right on the edge? Can we sit here?" And the waitress is like, well, I, we, you kind of have to go like around through like the front. Yeah. Oh, how do we get there? Well, you go around this way and then turn the corner of the building and come in, you know, through the entrance of the restaurant. Now the tourist. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Which her husband did. The woman did not. She climbed over <gasps> the chain barrier and sat at the table. But what if that... What if that table wasn't even free? It's I not the know. server's job to see someone. It's the hostess. I or know. Host. And she sat there oh my by gosh. herself <gasps> while her husband went around and waited for him for several minutes. And she's there alone at a six-seat table, by oh, the way. Oh, no. It was going to be two people at a six-seat. They'd never have sat you there to begin with. On a waterfront patio when it's sunny and 30 degrees. In there? July. The unmitigated goal. Oh. <sighs> Did they just let... Well, eventually, the husband comes in and is yelling for her to, like, hey, hey, come over. We're over here. And they had another, like, proper two-person table. Mm -hmm. They did seat them, and I'm sure they treated them lovely. But he wasn't yelling, hey. He was yelling her name. (gasps) And you won't even believe what her name was. Don't tell me. It it, was Karen. It was. Oh, no. The unmitigated call. (laughs) He's yelling, Karen. Karen, we're over here. We're sitting over here. You didn't need to know to already know, right? (laughs) You have questions about whether or not you've been dating somebody. And we don't have the answers, but we do have an expert. Everybody, Geneva's back. All right. Geneva Dickey from the Book of Love Canada. We have our All right. Wednesday at 8.10 in the morning, this same time yesterday. But we get so many questions for her that we can't possibly cover them all on a Wednesday. we got to get her back on a Thursday. Yeah, so what do we have today, Geneva? I'm dating 
somebody and we have been on two dates before. They had met organically, so they met at an event somewhere. And um, he, on the first date, quote unquote date, they each bought their own coffee. And on the second date, they each paid their own way into the arcade. So what her question is, is, is this a date? Mm. Now, they're getting coffee is- and going to the arcade. How old are they? 14 or 40? <laughs> no, they're under 30. Okay. <laughs> oh, Just checking on that one. <laughs> I mean... I, I think it's a date. How often do adults who would potentially be attracted to each other hang out mm-hmm. uh, platonically? You know, what is this, when Harry met Sally? Like, <laughs> who, and you know what? They ended up together too. So yeah, it's a ah. date. Don't even get me started on Harry met Sally. I cannot stand that movie. <laughs> what? Uh-oh. Oh dear. Oh no. <laughs> what, what do you think? Is this a date or is it not a date? Okay, first date, coffee. They each pay their own way. Second mm-hmm. date, arcade. They still both pay their own way. What are you doing? You're, you're yeah. right. Melody's right. Yeah. What are you do? Of course you're dating. Of course. That's, those are dates. You've been on two dates. Get uh-huh. get with it. It doesn't matter who's paying. Like you're going out and doing events together, and it's only the two of you. Yeah. To be then those are very intimate settings where you're basically alone to be yourselves with each other, and there's just random strangers around. You're dating. You guys can tell that you guys have been married too long. Of course, this is okay. I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> you guys are like giving advice to single people as married people. Okay. I know. You fail the dating coaching thing. Oh just no. So you know. Oh no. Uh. Okay, let's talk about this because I bet there's a lot of listeners that are having this issue. So number one, online dating is so easy because we know everybody there is single. And if we're meeting up from online dating, clearly it's a date or a meet and greet or what have you. Yes. Um, Now, meeting organically, which a lot of people have moved into meeting organically since coming out of COVID, where you could only meet online dating, basically. Mm -hmm. We are now out and about living our life, meeting people organically. Things get so gray as to... Is he just being friendly and inviting me out because he's looking to build a friendship? Is he interested in me? I'm not sure. So we actually, as single people, have to read singles or signals that aren't necessarily black and white. It's very gray. Now, gentlemen, if you're asking a gal out and you want it to be romantic, pay for her coffee, pay for her way into the arcade. It's not only like you don't have to. I know it's 2022. That is just a huge signal of this is a romantic thing and I'm interested in you. If she's not picking up on the very obvious signal of, hey, we met at this thing, we should go out. Oh, that went really well. We should go out again. How could you? It's, it could I, be more black and white. I feel the same. This is the blackest black and the whitest white there ever was. Who just hangs out? Before I met my guy, the summer before, I was hanging out with this one guy and we were friends from like back in school and we would go out and hang out. There was no flirtation. It was just conversation and doing stuff together as an adult foreman in our 30s. I know, crazy. But I was never sure if it was a dating situation because, you know, I paid for my half when we went out to dinner. You know, I was then there was no flirtation. And I remember even asking him recently, I'm like, were we dating? And we were seeing each other like once a week for like three months. What? And he's like, you know what? I'm not sure if we were dating or not. I'm like, you still can't even answer the question. I have no idea. It's because you're old friends. Again, I think that's different. You're old friends. You were never you never even thought of it as a date. And either did he. And now and obviously that shows. But I think it was dating. That's the thing. So, you you know, were. This is the grayness. I think you were dating. 
sticks in your head for years after. You're yeah. not sure. You were, you know what? You were doing a version of dating. You were like, not benching, but like something like that where it's like, we're not dating, but we're using each other for that company, but we're not that into each other. So we'll do this until we have someone that we'd rather be hanging out with. Yeah, probably. You're right. So oh, maybe benching. That- Look at you with the terms. Huh. So, oh, see? Who, who knows their dating stuff now? Okay. <laughs> now they just went up in the dating coaching realm. Or man, you're at ground zero. I don't know. You were seeing somebody weekly for three months and don't know if it was a date or not, Geneva. So, <laughs> Well, she's an expert when it comes to other people. <laughs> We go cruising every Friday night on the Harbor Queen uh, with our Hot in the Harbor cruise and Keith's and Fireball and Ambassadors. You can buy tickets at hotcountry1035.ca. Or you could win them with us right now. And Chris, that could be you because you are uh, starting your caller 11. Oh, thank you. Let's see if you can get to question number three. But first, you got to get question number one. One, two, three, three, three. How many provinces border Nova Scotia by land? How many uh, borders? By How Nova many Scotia provinces by- border Nova Scotia by land? Four. <sighs> Wrong. Uh, all right. Joe. Joe. Question number one. How many provinces border Nova Scotia by land? Two. <sighs> Wrong. It's tricky. It's tricky. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. No problem, thanks. Jules, we have question number one still for you. Uh, three? Wrong. <laughs> Who's this? It's Joe again. I think I figured it out, but probably not. Okay, Joe. How, you? <laughs> How many provinces border Nova Scotia by land? I think it's only one. I you, think you're I right. I think you're right. Do you, do you know which one it is? Uh, New Brunswick? Yes! New Brunswick is the only province to border Nova Scotia by land. You can take a ferry to Newfoundland or Prince Edward Island. Island, but but it's an island. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now you finally get to move on to question two. All right. Who is the local character that we want to nominate for the coast's best of Halifax? Oh, the guy that you guys went on the lobster boat with. Oh. Uh, you know, yeah. you know who we're talking about. You know, as he knows. You knew, you knew it was the guy. Okay, well, yeah, David what? Baker, Dave, Dave Baker, aka Dave Lobster Baker. Dave from Tan Cook Island. Yes, you got to vote. Thecoast.ca under Public Life Best Local Character. You put in David Baker. You have to. I definitely will. Okay, and maybe while you're there, if you wanted to also vote for Melody Informant for Best Radio Show, you could. You don't have to, but you could. You, you could. All yeah. right. There's only question. radio programmed in on my my radio. Aww. Aww. Bonus okay. points well, if they existed. <laughs> question number three. What app did we say this morning is now rivaling Google for internet searches? Bing? Oh, absolutely uh, not. Definitely not. Not a search <laughs> no. engine, an app. I don't even know what he asked. Oh, you're not even uh, going to try. Firefox? Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I'm a slow-tech redneck, so I'm going to take a stab at it. Um, duck, duck, go. What? <laughs> I wish you were right. <laughs> Wrong. 
Uh, is it Duck Duck Go? How did we get Whoa. that for the second time? I've never even heard of Duck Duck Go. Is it Duck Duck Go? Oh, frig, <laughs> right off. Wrong. Stop it. Ah. Stop it. <laughs> It's a social media give a A social media app, not a search engine, social media app. Just name a social popular Facebook. social. No, pick a popular one with younger people than us. Instagram. Younger. Even younger. Snapchat? Ah, damn it, too young. <laughs> Let's finish this contest already. Hi, you're in Hot Country 1035. Who's this? I want those tickets. It's, it's Joe. <laughs> okay, not DuckDuckGo, not Facebook, not, not Instagram, Instagram, not Snapchat, TikTok? not not Tinder. Wait, what? TikTok? Yeah! <laughs> Thank God. Oh, Holy. Put everybody out of their misery. <laughs> <laughs> what gave it away? All other options were exhausted? Yeah. Yes, Ooh, right, TikTok well. is now the number two most used internet search app behind wow. Google. Crazy. That, I hope the payoff was worth it. It was. The Hot on the Harbor Cruise is amazing. Congratulations, Joe and other person in the car. <laughs> You're coming on Hot on the Harbor Cruise for free this Friday night. We'll have more free tickets to give away tomorrow morning. And if you want to buy tickets, I don't know, look it up on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very, very much. Are you thinking about boarding the Harbor Queen and joining us for Halifax's hottest cruise of the harbor every Friday night with a dance floor, DJ, bar, ambassadors, fireball, cinnamon whiskey, and Alexander Keith's? Just listen to this satisfied customer. It will be the best Friday you have. You might not be able to celebrate another Friday that summer after it, but I can guarantee you there's nothing more fun in Halifax to do on a Friday night. That's for sure. So get your tickets for Hot on the Harbor now at hotcountry1035.ca. Or listen to us, Melody and Foreman in the Morning on Hot Country 1035. And, and win up. Well done. <laughs>One of our, you know, it's our favorite things on the show is when you are on the show with us and a part of it just as much as we are. You make the show better. Oh, yeah. Jake definitely is one of these people. Jake, uh, you may know from sharing stories of his 260-year-old haunted farmhouse in Bridgewater. There was newspapers on the wall from 1812, and I was reading them, and out of the corner of my eye, I seen a silhouette of a man standing at the base of the stairs. What? I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the fandango? Yes! You don't want to live with that. No! <laughs> anyway, the phone is ringing, so uh, hi, you're on Country 103.5. Who's this? Hey, it's Jake calling. Jake! Jake! Oh no, Foreman doesn't even know we've been making fun of him on Facebook. See, this is why I'm calling. I have the question for Foreman. <laughs> you have a question for me? Yes, I do. Okay. Do you like raisins? Before I answer that. <laughs> no, no, it's a yes or no question. Honestly, they're not the greatest. <laughs> Melody, we have an issue now. <laughs> do you well, like raisins? I think that everything we said is still true, even if he doesn't like raisin cookies. Something tell I wasn't trying to rain on your parade, but it seems to be raining raisins all over you, Jake. <laughs> I don't like raisins, though. 
I'm just going to uh, read what we said. So, so Jake had posted a lovely meme that says raisin cookies that look like chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookies are the main reason I have trust issues. Oh, and, yeah. Yes. I said, it's just mean. And Jake said, I bet Foreman loves raisin cookies. What? <laughs> and I said, what should we infer from this, by the way? I mean, I agree, but what does that say about what we think of him? You agree. <laughs> and Jake said, he likes all that is free, disagrees with absolutely everything, and probably likes raisin cookies. And I said, he is the worst. Why are we friends with him? <laughs> well, first of all, in my humble rebuttal, Yes. <laughs> I mean, we're not wrong. I am currently arguing against you right now. Yes, way to prove the point more. Keep yes. going. But I do not like raisins very much, and I agree with both of you on how the raisins that look like chocolate chip cookies are a lie. I'm on your side. Oh, I, lo I just I love that this was all happening without him even knowing it. No. Especially since earlier this show we talked about talking about people behind their backs. <laughs> and I said I didn't want to know. Well, now you do. Don't you want our favorite hummus-hating character on this show to win an award? Is it just a coincidence that there was some of that roundup, that carcinogenic weed killer? Yeah. That went off the market and hummus come on the market at the same time. <laughs> He's fantastic. He's hilarious. He needs to win an award, and he can do that with the Coast's Best of Halifax Awards, actually, because they have a, a section called best local character. Haley is here from the coast, and w how long have you been doing the Best of Halifax anyway? Since the 90s, and it's a way for our readers and all Haligonians to sort of say who they love, um, what business, what person, what place, and it's sort of all about everything that makes the city great. So we start with our nomination period, over 157 categories um, that you can nominate in. And then we take the top six nominees and the gold winner from the previous year. And those folks go on to voting, which happens this year, August 8th to September 18th. And then we pick the gold, silver, and bronze winners, and we announce them at the coast in November. Nominations are happening right now until the 24th. So this yes. is the time if people want to to get the names of whatever they think is the best in Halifax out. Yeah, people, stores, yeah. Uh, your favorite lake, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. If it's your favorite karaoke bar, if it's yeah. your favorite bartender, if yeah. it's your favorite coffee shop, um, we even have a spot for your best first date. Oh. Um, Favorite radio show. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're a new show. We've, we are almost a year. We'll be a year next week. Next week, yeah. yeah. Um, so Amazing. we're really, really campaigning this year. But not just for us. We're also campaigning for a special character on our show, Lobster Dave. He sounds like somebody we would like. Oh, um, my God. You'd love him. But we literally we, did our show live <laughs> from a lobster boat. It was so crazy. And, and he's just such a delight. And mm -hmm. he's a huge character in the community. So we've been nominating him. But are there um, rules around nominating people? Yeah, you can nominate once a day. 
Um, oh. So you can sign up with your email and get your nominations in. Um, we ask that you only nominate people for category, people or places in the actual relevant categories. Um, so they wouldn't nominate best radio show. They wouldn't put your name under best chef, maybe. <laughs> you could. <laughs> well, it would be a huge mistake if they did. Yeah. <laughs> Does it matter on now when you when you start typing in Lobster Dave or Dave Baker or whatever, multiple options are now coming up, like David yeah. Baker brackets Lobster Dave, David Baker from Tancook Island, Lobster Dave yeah. dash David Baker. Does it matter which one? Do they all count as the same person? They will all count. We have a really great system we use that's um, very helpful and helps us pull all of those Dave categories together. So whether it's Dave with a capital D, Dave with a lowercase D, Lobster Dave, Dave Lobster, they're all going to get bundled into the same nomination. Another question we've been getting a lot is because Dave is from Tancook, which is oh. not technically in HRM. But he's a character on our show, which, which is, is an HRM. Is an HRM. I mean, I think since he has a pretty strong Halifax, you know, presence, that definitely makes him chaos. Oh, there's okay. a presence. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so nominations end uh, this month, and then uh, yeah. the voting on the top nominees is when? Yeah, so nominations close July 24th mm-hmm. at midnight, mm-hmm. and then voting will start August 8th and go until September 18th. Thank you so much for talking with us. That's awesome. It's I mean, we're glad we got more information and clarification on some of the things. So yeah. we didn't want people to be nominating Dave only to find out that he, he couldn't qualify. Yeah, because he's not from the HRM. But great. So vote.thecoast.ca and nominate Dave or Lobster Dave or David Baker for best local character. Let's get Dave on the ballot. You, you recognize this song, right? Maybe this one. There's a cold day coming when I won't be around. I, get I do. That's my fella, Jason Benoit. Your fella? He's my newfie. Yeah, he really is. Yes, and he has a brand new project and song out right now. So, uh, Jason, hello. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> How are things in Newfoundland and Labrador? Actually, pretty good. And and funny, just uh, you know, when you're asked how are things in Newfoundland and Labrador, your first instinct is to say, "Actually, pretty good." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, but there's so much that revolves around the weather here. So if the weather's good, then things are good. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, <laughs> what we're actually calling about? You got a new single? Yeah, shoot me down. Yeah, it's pretty. It's off my new EP, uh, Time Traveler Side A. Pretty, uh, really, actually, really excited about this EP. It's it's a different one for me. And the song in particular is quite unique, because, and it's in, appropriate that it's on uh, an album called Time Travelers because <laughs> it is a bit of a remake of a Canadian classic. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I mean, I, I grew up listening to Eddie Eastman. Eddie Eastman actually is is from Newfoundland. He he won uh you know many Junos, CCMA awards. Um he's a member of the CCMA Hall of Fame. When I heard this song, I had one song left for the album to do and I and I said, well, well why don't I try to, you know, try to reimagine that that tune a bit because I I've heard people singing it at like house parties when I was young and and you know as time went on. So I'm like, I thought it was such a great song. So I uh, I just reimagined it a bit and rewrote it a little, and with his permission, of course. And I I sent it off to Eddie, and he loved it. Hit me up. Hit me up. 
picked a good one when if if you picking it because everyone's singing it at kitchen parties anyway. <laughs> you gotta yeah, exactly. be on that song. <laughs> exactly, hundred percent. It's definitely a different song what you've done than the original. Like yeah. But it's at a time where we've had, you know, uh, Jake Owen was famous for sort of remaking Jack and Diane. Mm. And now Cole Swindell has this new version sort of remake of Heads Carolina, Tales California. Yeah. And and here comes Jason Benoit <laughs> getting in on the action. <laughs> yes, with the uh, the famous Eddie Usman song. You're, you automatically have something in common with everybody when you hear it because it's so that because of that familiarity exactly mm-hmm. what you said this is what we all sing what we all did and it helps yeah. people spend yeah. a few extra bucks <laughs> can't forget nice. about that part <laughs> <laughs> well we better hear it here and then we'll come back with more from jason benoit it's a brand new song right now shooting me down on hot country 103.5 Shooting me down like a straight shot of whiskey at the bar in downtown. Honey, you're always picking me up and shooting me down. You've done this completely different than you've done any of your other stuff. How? Well, this is the first album that I produced myself. The first uh, side of the, of the two side album, side A, side B. Uh, side B will be coming out real soon. Actually, it was written completely different as well because me and a good buddy of mine from uh, from PEI, Jerry Foote, we were writing this music for fun. And when we spend time together, we usually drink, which is a, uh, <laughs> which is, you know, what friends do. We love the songs. I love the songs. It's the first time I actually listen to my own music. I don't, I don't normally listen to my own tunes once to record it, but I've, I've been, you know, I've been listening to these. I just love the tunes and they're fun and, and they, they get that country soul that I grew up with and just something that I've always wanted to do. So I had the opportunity, so I decided to go with it. Why don't you listen to your own music? Is that is that like common for artists? I don't know. Uh, ever like from the beginning, if I'm around people and they put the song on, I feel like just curling up in a ball and hiding for some reason. <laughs> is it like the like this you know celebrity version of us laymen not liking to hear our voice on like a it's, like an answering yeah, machine? You're like, I, oh, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, but with this music, it's completely different for some reason. I think it's just because it's very genuine to me well you've had a great year you've uh, you produced all those you wrote, you wrote them uh the album time traveler side a is out now and congratulations also because you have been awarded the distinguished music newfoundland indigenous artist of the year award <laughs> yeah yeah incredible it's just my roots and that's that's where i you know, my whole family, that's where I get my music from and my abilities. I learn from them and it's kind of for them as well because it's, you know, my roots is, is everything. Absolutely. Well, congratulations on the song and the album. Yeah, and uh, and everything that you have going on. And thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, guys. Could not have a show. It would not exist without you. So thank you for listening to this. Uh, and you've heard you've heard of this guy, Scotty, call quite a few times, probably on the show, even if you just casually listen. Scotty's regularly part of the show, and you can always be too. But is this is this Scotty calling again? Okay, you don't have to play it or anything. I just wanted to call and make a quick, just a quick message statement. It's Scotty calling. <laughs> yeah, yes. we do. <laughs> okay. All right. No, I just wanted to mention that you guys are by far one of the best morning shows in the city right now. One of the best. <laughs> well, I'm trying to be nice, okay? But 
everybody else, but you guys are fantastic. I don't know what it is, but anyway, what do they call it? The um, chemistry. Chemistry is yeah. wicked. Yeah, chemistry. The chemistry, we've got the the, it, wicked, yeah. the it factor. <laughs> That's right. That's what it is. But anyway, no. Like I have, I've had you guys on all morning. Oh. I'm not a big fan of country music, but I've, like I have, I have you guys on more and more every day. So wow, I just wanted to mention that you could, yeah, you guys are oh. guys really good. And and the Geneva when you guys have the segment with Geneva. It's, oh. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's it's uh, it's even better. It's even better. Like I look forward to it every week, especially really? with the, when I watch the video later and that little vein pops out in Melody's head when she's talking about the, the things about her husband that annoy her. So, no, like it's, uh, like it's uh, he just gives got- me so much to work with, Scotty. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right Scotty, on. I'm just saying, hey, if you feel that way, you know, the best of Halifax at the coast. Uh, Has their nominations open for radio shows done. and podcasts? <gasps> oh, oh yeah. amazing. Yeah, no problem. That's awesome. Keep thank doing you. what you're doing. Uh, thank, you. thank you. You too. Okay. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca.